Hi, I'm Joel. And I'm Kishan. And this is Tea for Two. This is our BFF podcast where we talk about anything from science to popular culture, the arts and life in Singapore. Hi everyone, it's me, Joel, a playwright and performer. And it's me, Kishan, a science educator. And welcome back to T4Two. It is our best friend podcast where we talk about whatever the finally we want. Finally, it's happening to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's finally happened, Kishan? I think finally is it because uh, Shang Tsung give us sponsorship? Uh, uh, uh. <gasps> is it finally Joel's let go of all of his anxiety and trauma? Oh my god, is it finally we become better people and grown up? No! no! Finally! The Singapore government has decided to repeal the colonial yes. era law section 377A of the Penal Code. Penal Code? Of the Penal Code. <laughs> She's gone, girl. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Don't look back. Yes, girl. Don't pass go. Don't collect $200. (laughs) Stay in jail, girl. Stay in jail. We're sending her to jail. Yeah. It's about fucking time. It's about time. It's about time. So why don't you give us a bit of a rundown, Joe? Like, what what actually happened the last two days? For our five foreign listeners, and actually those of you who are very apathetic and don't listen to these and don't follow these things. So basically, (laughs) Singapore Parliament sat down and debated this bill, right? Which included two things. Part one was let's repeal 377A. Correct. Part two, but let's introduce a constitutional amendment. But. So, <laughs> yes, the but is very big. So <laughs> that the definition of marriage can only be challenged in parliament yep. uh, and not court. Correct. Not the court. So basically, removing judicial oversight over that matter. That's right, yeah. So, uh, like, so that was the bill that was voted on. And then they had two days of debates. And two then, like, long I, yeah, days. And then after that, uh, they repealed it. They repealed so it. So in classic Singapore fashion, um, this massive issue was debated in two days and then the bill that the PAP wanted to introduce was passed. Was passed, mm, yes. No questions asked. No questions <laughs> Well, some questions asked, but some yeah. questions actually inconsequential. There was, uh, inconsequential. There were, there were questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But but that's essentially it. And what we noticed, uh, like after watching two whole days of mm. parliamentary debate, was there were some trends, uh, sis. Some trends. Got some, some trends. trends come mostly out, quite eh. disturbing yeah. ones, right? Like, the overall <laughs> flavor of the debate. Let me just say outright, was quite nasty. Harrowing. Was quite nasty, <laughs> right? Because like the the what you need to know, especially the five foreign listeners, right? Like, mm. We're doing a kind of like sports recap yeah. for you. Correct. Was that this like, is turned to a sports uh, channel? PAP did not lift the whip. That means all of their politics were forced to vote for all, the yeah, bill all of them on pain of political suicide correct WP <laughs> the workers party the workers party however did lift the whip they lifted so, the bill and, and like, so like three of the three workers parties uh, of MPs, the nine present yeah, of the nine present which mm. is a hilarious number let's not forget that there are <laughs> nine opposition members in parliament three of them a third mm. of the party mm. basically voted for to retain the law. To retain, yeah. yeah or voted against the bill, rather. Correct, exactly. Yeah. So, and then, like, in the process, a lot of very nasty shit was, like, yeah. uh, aired in Parliament. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it was very illuminating. It was very illuminating. Let, let, me, just, is, let yeah. me just say and that. so, like, uh, Kishan and I have identified a couple of trends that we noticed. That's trend right. alarm! Trend, trend alarm! Trend alarm! We yeah. just want to talk a little bit Girl, about Girl, yeah, let's that. just get Are into you ready? it, ready? Okay. I got gay friends. A bunch of politicians during the debate, uh, Started saying like, oh, uh, I, I, I know a lot of gay friends. I have friends who are gay. I have relatives who are gay. I have co-workers who are gay. And they're human. I understand their mm. plight. I understand the difficulty that they're mm. going through. But, <laughs> but, but, 
But it's a very difficult decision yeah. for me to make war. Yeah. Oh, so difficult. I, I cannot. I still have to think about what, what, what it means to me. me. Yeah. What does it mean to me, you know? Yeah. Wow, it's that alarming. Eh? I look at it. Hey, Singapore, but it's family. Eh? Yeah. Singapore's family is man, woman. Eh? <laughs> it's man, woman is the normal. Eh? Man, woman is compulsory. Eh? Oh, I don't know. My feelings are very yeah. mixed. Uh. But oh, I got gay friends. Eh. Yeah, girl. And I see how they suffer. That's the last time I got eight some more. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Got AIDS, eh? Last How time got AIDS. I know, I know, I know people I, die. I know, I know people, people die. die. And I, I know it's a very difficult time. Mm. Yeah, you mm. must have gone through yeah. so much. Eh. Hey, very jealous. Very jealous. But, 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 <laughs> but I still, you know, really wrestle night and day until my armpits sweaty, you know. You know what this tells me? Uh. You know what this tells me? Mm. That all these gay friends, right, mm. not doing enough. Who are these gay friends? <laughs> Gay friends. Who are these gay friends of <laughs> this like uh, politician? Of these parliamentarians? Who are these gay friends? You Chinese New Year gotta see them? You Hari Raya gotta see them? <laughs> you Republic gotta see them? Huh? Yeah. You Christmas gotta see them? What is happening? Uh, your ch- their children's birthday you gotta go or not? Correct. <laughs> uh. like, uh, this is Uncle So and So, he don't have wife. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Auntie So and So, she lives with her friend. <laughs> Who are you? Who are the friends of these politicians? Why are you still friends with these politicians? Yeah, correct. Uh? Did, you, did, they, did they consult you before giving this speech? And did you tacitly say, it's okay, go and say these things? You know what we need to do? We need to meet them. Mm. We need to meet all these yeah. gay friends, yes, right? We yes. need to come down and we need uh, to have like a little like discussion. Public announcement, uh, gay friends of Singapore MPs, if you are within the reach of our voice, uh, yeah. let's meet at Tantric. <laughs> you all know where or not? We know where. You, Tantric, know where? you even know where or not? Do you even exist or not? Yeah, you yeah. go ask some of the MPs. Uh, some go of the ask, MPs go know, ask the MPs. They, they know. know the club yeah, yeah, yeah. Lim Biao so Chuan said, We know where the gay bars are. Yeah, a bit uh, scary. He got say, he got a say, bit scary. Like, yeah, I know where. We all know where it is, so you know. Yeah, uh, you uh, go ask uh, the MP, uh, he will tell you where to go. We meet there, we sit down, I buy you a blue spin. Uh, yeah, Sis, we talk about it. We, need we talk to about talk. it. We yeah. help you process your trauma. <laughs> it's like, hey, this is how your friend go in front of the whole nation and say this kind of thing. Why are you still friends? Why are you still friends? Why the fuck are you still friends? Yeah, so sis, how, how, how did you feel about all of this? Goodness. About the whole, like, friends thing. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. It's it's the equivalent of, like, I'm not racist, I have Indian friends, right? <laughs> yes. Like, I guess, like, for me, politically, the way it plays out in parliament, right, is this, like, uh, they want to actually, what they're saying is, I'm not a bigot. Yeah. I'm not prejudiced. But then they go right. on to behave in different ways that kind of show otherwise. At yeah. least, at least to, to in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or... It's that tricky thing where they're saying I'm not prejudiced. Mm. What I'm what I'm upholding is something bigger than all of us, which is our values, right? Mm. Yeah. So that seems to be the move here. I mean, and actually, I think at the end of the day, right? If you're going there and saying I have gay friends, but I'm uncomfortable with feeling the law, mm. you're actually saying that I'm comfortable with my friends living under a situation where uh, a law telegraphs to them that the moral temperature of this country mm. regards them as like notionally as criminals sure and you know it's I, I don't understand like what, what that's that to me does not seem like a that kind of cognitive dissonance feels strange to me it's yeah. like how then are you a friend to these people yeah and then you're comfortable yeah. with them perhaps not having the same rights as you yeah just because of who they are as people yeah right. or it's not how because of, it's not because of who they are as people but because of what you uh, yes. believe yeah right how can you sit with uh, for example with uh, with dinner with, this, with these people you know sit at dinner with these people how uh, can you look them in the eye I don't know I find maybe, this but maybe uh, actually maybe this is the answer maybe these are the kinds of gays who actually are just like, I don't need to repeal so much trouble only 
it's a bit alarming lah. Yeah. I don't know, I guess then to go back to this idea of like, okay, so you're voting in conscience in light of the struggle you are witnessing amongst your constituents, right? Yeah. So that I am dubious about, right? So like they, a lot of them went, to, the, the, the ones who were negative about it, went to great pains to say, oh, I can't listen to a lot of differing views in my constituency. Correct. But I'm just like, did you really? Yeah, because like okay, so I have a question about that. What actually was that process? Yeah, I want right? to know what I know. I just want to know what was said. What was said? Yeah. How was it said? Yeah. You know what and the proportions were? Yeah. Are there some neighborhoods I should avoid? Yeah. <laughs> are there are there some neighborhoods that are more homophobic correct. than others? Correct. Maybe yeah. I shouldn't go to Mountbatten. Nah. Correct. Correct. <laughs> maybe better yeah. not go Mountbatten. Bukit Timah. Bukit Timah. <laughs> stay away. Stay away. Dover. Dover. Yeah. Maybe yeah, don't maybe go. Dover, just, it's rough. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> and then so you know and then. So that's one question I have, right? It's like, actually, how was that consultation um, conducted, right? Because as far as I know, I was never consulted as a queer individual by my right, MPs, right. you know? And like, so I suspect what it is, is that people who are very actively against repeal, mm. organised and wrote into the MPs en masse. That's my suspicion because this is a pattern of behaviour we've seen before. It's true. You know, they, they campaign. They campaign against it and like they have used... Um, they have used in a very robust way feedback channels, right? You know, and 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 to register their displeasure, yeah. They are very well organized because they 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 many of them come from organized religion, and the, right? Uh, yeah, and they usually the organize their organizing is actually a lot yeah. better than uh, the people. The, the queers, right? We can, can barely I, organize a a, 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 I, a brunch without someone getting into trouble. Yeah, you know, our, getting getting into fisticuffs. Our favorite yeah. thing to say when there's a problem is like, ah, yeah, can la, 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 don't worry, don't worry. Breathing exercise, breathing exercise. It will all be fine. Fine. Be fine, be it will all be fine. <laughs> yeah, the quiz cannot organize. We uh, cannot quiz cannot organize. Uh. Yeah, like every day Ping Dot every year Ping Dot come out, I think it drives like the organizers insane or something. Truly. And then I guess like then it brings me back to this whole thing about like conscience, right? It's like actually what is not being said, and I think it's worth pointing out, is that like the struggle that these MPs artic- are articulating mm. when they say this is a difficult decision, I think it's actually a deeply private one and a deeply personal one. And I suspect a religious one as well for some of these sure. MPs. So like specifically, I'm looking at Lim Biao Chuan, Gerald right. Giam. Are they religious? And Christopher D'Souza. Uh, uh, D'Souza is Catholic, Gerald Giam is Christian, right. uh, and Lim Biao Chuan is Christian. You can right. find all this information on the internet. And the internet? Yeah, so we are not like, don't pop my ass, it's, all, it's out there. Oh, so really? So what, what you, I don't know, right? Because they don't, they went to great lengths not to frame their speech in in light of their own religious views, right? Right. But it kind of makes you wonder, given it does, given it does. like how strongly opposed much of the Christian Church is to homosexuality, yeah. whether or not it's very difficult not to draw links. Yeah, la. it's very like, difficult. It's, I think the broader question here is like, should your religious views, whatever that religion be, yeah. as an MP, affect the way you vote? Mm. You know, and, and also la. the other question I'm wondering is like, are you beyond being a representative of your constituency, also a representative mm. of your religious community? Because when I'm hearing Lim Biao Chuan speak and I'm hearing Gerald Giam speak, I'm like, actually, politically, it's like if you had just voted for the bill, you could have said I was doing my duty as a politician, right? Right. But then you're, but also then going out and making this speech seems to me to be telegraphing to your religious community that you are not betraying the cause. Sure. That's that. So this is. All speculation is all opinion. Yeah. I don't know. Don't puff mommy. Yeah, we don't know. Don't la. at we me, don't know. right? But it's just like but you, you can't, can't help but see, wonder. You see, and it's yeah. like in the in the absence of transparent dialogue on this thing, all people yeah. can do is speculate, right? No, it is, it is. And you know what, girl? I think this is critical thinking, like so it's it's yeah. one of the skills we are advocating for. So, yeah. So very good. We can do this yeah. very good. Yeah. <laughs> it's I don't know. And it disturbs me greatly. Yeah. Yeah, it disturbs me greatly. So like when you say you're voting on conscience, what actually does that mean? Right. What yeah. actually does that mean? Oh my god, let's move on to this. Delicious trend that came up. 
militant homosexuality. This was one of the more difficult speeches to actually... This, lim- this, this phrase comes from Lim Biao Chuan. Yeah, Lim Biao Chuan. Yeah. Yeah. So basically what he was saying was that there was a whole bunch of now militant homosexuals. Homosexuals who would would go against would, would not allow people who are who are anti-homosexuals to say what they want to say who would basically clamp them down and like find fault with them and basically say mm. no don't say what you want to say you're being you're being a homophobe stop stop all mm. that you're doing so and th- actually but this idea even though it was not described as militant homosexuality was echoed in Gerald Giam's speech when he says that he worries that people who are not comfortable with homosexuality and don't want uh, and are in fact anti-repeal might now be backed into a corner or like prevented from you know uh, participating robustly in public life or civic discussion or maybe or maybe vilified right so that's the idea behind militant homosexuality correct but firstly I want to find out who are these militant homosexuals? Yes. Yeah. Who are these Where homosexuals are who are going around harassing the Correct. the, uh, the anti people? Because in my mind, mm. when you say militant homosexuals, uh, mm. these are people who, for no rhyme or reason, are instigating problem. Mm. You know, so they're basically like walking into a religious institution uh. and then anyhow like saying things un- unprovoked. They're just like saying yeah, yeah. things or like pelting eggs at like yeah, a religious... Yeah. I- I don't know. I don't see or, that. Or, or going around like uh, uh, saying, you look like you're homophobic. Yeah. Maybe mm. maybe my gay friends are very wholesome. Mm. <laughs> so, again, I don't know. Again, I don't know. Again, public announcement. Uh, hello. If you are a militant homosexual yeah. and you have been actively going around harassing the anti-repeal people, uh, can, you can you please no, maintain? No. Let's meet. So, at the same meeting where we're going to meet <laughs> the friends... Of the MPs, right? Yeah. At Tantric, yeah. uh, can all the militant homosexuals also please come. turn up? Also come. Please turn up. Yeah, we need, uh. we need to have a conversation. Yeah, it cannot, you know. It's not good to harass this, people. Yeah, it's, uh. exactly. It's don't, not good. Harass don't harass people. people. Stop it. Stop it. Think <laughs> of the movement. <laughs> Think of the Think bigger of the picture. Movement. This is not the mood, you know? It's not the vibe, babe. Yeah, girl, come hey, on. Hey, cannot. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously... Obviously, militant homosexuality, this idea of militant activism, right, is a is a kind of construction of social conservatives, mm. right? Because they actually see any advance, and you see even using language that advance plays into this it's, sort of like military language. It's right? military language. So any exactly. any sort of gains or advance made on the part of like queer activism is seen as encroaching on the space of um you know social and religious conservatism yeah. right? even to advocate for more rights is seen as militancy right. because like they would much rather we stay quiet and hide in the shadows and Truly. accept this kind of like w- the weird compromise that was the previous yeah. uh, arrangement with 378 right don't disturb it we yeah. would, they would rather we pipe down that we not make ourselves seen yeah. that we not organise you know, yeah. and like so, the fact that we have just uh, we have we are speaking out for ourselves. Correct. The fact that we organize and display ourselves in public and ask for more things. No, that's girl, militant. It's, it's literally know? just existing. Existing is militant. Existing milita- becomes militant. Yeah. I saw this wonderful comment you might have seen on Instagram as well about this gay person just sitting down and enjoying ice cream, mm. and then suddenly a religious person comes forward and say like, "Oh, why are you doing this? Why are you ex- uh, why are you advocating for more rights? Stop." Stop! I need mm. you to stop. And then this gay person is like, "What? What's happening? Mm. You know, why are you? Why mm. are you shouting at me?" Mm. And when the gay person retaliates, this religious person says, oh, "You are harassing me. You are harassing me. Why are you cancelling mm. me?" 
that's the idea, right? Gay people only retaliate. Let, let's look at the reality here, right? It's not that, like, the proactive harassment is coming from the gays, you know? It's like, let no. me describe some choice homophobias that have happened recently, right? It's choice like, homophobias? Uh, caught on camera going to the salad shop, take the bright flat, throw on the floor. Throw on the floor, uh, eh? That's That's example one. Correct. Uh, another one, uncle delivers, like, a presentation in school. Uh, as a school counsellor yeah. that is riddled with like falsehoods about homosexuality. Yeah. Then the students uncomfortable then complain. Yeah. Then he then he gonna Correct. The uncle who threw the pride flag on the floor only gonna after he gonna caught. Correct. Okay, so it's like actually ho, all this is people do bad things then they gonna eh? yes. So it's not like we go out and say, Uncle, you want to throw the pride flag? Correct. You want to throw the pride flag? You see the pride flag? Pride flag then you, you throw, wanna throw, 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 throw. Uh, <laughs> So it's none of that. So it's all yeah. this standing up for what is right, standing up for for all this abuse yeah. that is seen as yeah. militant behavior. So, so and actually the concern that's embedded here, right, is this that oh now that like the law is gone, uh, mm. you know the symbolic economy of that law is gone. Like people who hold these views as a matter of like moral and I guess religious yeah. conviction can no longer act on those beliefs. Right. No one is invalidating your religious beliefs. No, not not. No at one all. is invalidating invalidating your personal private right yeah. to believe what you do. Please do it yeah, at your religious institutions. Yeah. yeah, you know I think like the conflict only happens when these privately held convictions spill out into the realm of Absolutely. like the public sphere into 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 the space of like policy yep. into 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 this the, interference in- with policy yeah. is the one that it gets very yeah. like what, what I don't like coming out of this is this very gross invention of social conservatism which is this idea mm. that they are put on the back foot that they are oppressed because they can no longer express these like Absolutely. strongly con- you know these strong convictions, right? And that the storytelling around it is like, oh, you know, we are gonna get cancelled. Yeah. We we are going to be uh uh discriminated against. Totally turned on We are we are going to we are we are not gonna have freedom to speak. You know, it's like that that is just you know so absurd as to be a little bit delicious. <laughs> you know, it's like I just want to be at the meeting right where they first discovered they could say this. <laughs> And like the way they must have like jerked off on the yeah. table, man. To be a gay it's fly like, on that wall. Wow, to be a gay fly on that wall when yeah. they discovered this rhetorical inversion. Absolutely. Someone, yeah, put that on OnlyFans, please. <laughs> like, who has footage of that? I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, I, I just find I just I find it really hideous. I don't I and 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 when you start talking those terms because of the outsized amount of deference that we pay to people with like religious views, right? Then you have to count you then you just sort of have to accept that, oh, you know, they feel this way because it's mm. religious and then you have to respect that, right? Yeah. And that is like, you know, that's how we've agreed to have that conversation. But I just don't know how I don't want to engage with you that way because like yeah, it just maybe feels, we need to question it feels patently yeah. you know, I I have questions about it. I don't know that I believe them necessarily. Yeah. Maybe we need to know? question the way we have a conversation about this. Yeah. Just because you are just because you say it's a religious conviction, does it mean that A is true? Yeah. And, and B that like doesn't mean we, you're protecting everybody's rights. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're not stamping on someone else's rights. Yeah. yeah. We could we can have a conversation. Yeah. And, and we should. And sometimes I wonder also when you say that, you know, you 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 are opposed to homosexuality because of religious reasons. I wonder if it's actually no that you're you're opposed to homosexuality because of personal revulsion, that you personally find mm. it disgusting 
but your religion gives you a kind of spiritual has and it, has va- gives you a spiritual and then ah. a political platform in which to articulate that yeah. displeasure, right? And I, so I wonder, and a very powerful yeah, platform. Correct. Yeah, I think, so yeah. it's like actually, when someone says this, I don't believe this is because of my religion, right? Can we unpick it? Sure. Maybe religion is one aspect of the reason why you feel uncomfortable. I would love about to it. have conversations. Yeah, like but that. maybe there's other factors that you're not being honest about. Yeah. You know, uh, and and but 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 because when you say it's my religious belief, it has such impact, and we we are so deferent of it because yeah. we want to preserve multi-religious harmony. Correct. It we can't, we, we, we it's, it's a trump card. Yeah. You know, it's it's ultimate win one. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just find that there's a lot of yeah. things we need to unlearn. I think. Yeah. Um, in, in this country mm. right because like what you said is deference to religious racial mm. harmony not, not a bad thing by the way definitely a great thing yeah. but I think it's put a lot of roadblocks lah yeah, to having to having um genuine, genuine honest conversations yeah, yeah. yeah about because, certain things because certain kinds of like rhetoric shut dialogue yeah. down in fact I know? think I think it's well within our rights to question certain religious dogma mm. and, but not in like an accusatory way it's no. just to in find a curi- out in a curious, curious way. way to find yeah. out to learn to be a little bit better yeah. to, to, to interact with, be- uh, with each other a little bit the, better and actually the answer here is this right so like these, these Lin Biao Chuans who are going on about how like oh you know now we feel then like all of the aunties who are who don't want who don't like gays how how you're going to uh, you're going to uh, exclude them you're going to discriminate against yeah. them you're going to ostracize them I think the question is no actually what, we, what, what the way into it is like no how do we have dialogue with them exactly yeah. can I see you auntie can we talk can we talk yeah can we you talk know? Can, can I find out exactly what you have an aversion to yeah Yeah. and then also this thing is like oh you know what if like people don't want to attend the workplace pride event and maybe okay A maybe don't attend but maybe do attend and then see find like, out it's la. like okay how can we how actually you, we can only learn to coexist by coexisting yeah. what is not helpful is them then going we are all going to cancel culture we're going to gonna cancel culture yeah. oh we are we say only oh, you're going to come after us actually right. what that shows is a total unwillingness to have dialogue exactly and why are you unwilling to have dialogue people who don't want to have dialogue are people who believe fundamentally in the rightness of the way they see and yeah. they don't see a need to have dialogue for them the arrogance the are. arrogance of it the yeah. arrogance of the, the, the idea that their speech is so protected that you know that they don't even need to engage in dialogue Not in okay. what other aspect of your life <laughs> You know, do you have such an inviolable right to not be challenged? Exactly. You know, only in this one <sighs> sphere. And it's like, you know, so maybe it's actually, this is an opportunity perhaps, right, for people of religious conviction to ask within their communities, actually, why are we so opposed to having dialogue, mm. right? What, 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 what is the fear here? Yeah. You know? And to put it out there, I, I'm very open. Yeah. I've said this for the longest time. I actually would love to meet yeah. religious people. In fact, to find out Public service announcement Correct. at the same meeting at where same we're meeting, meeting the friends of the MPs and, and the, the militant, militant homosexuals. homosexuals. We love to invite some religious people to come, come. down and have a blue spin at Tantric. You know what blue spin is uh, or not? You know what it's, it's a religious it's experience. A re- yeah, it's a pretty <laughs> religious experience. Yeah. Come. So please come. Please come. come. Yeah. yeah. Open invite. Open invite. <laughs> mm. Also, like, all of this making me think about this thing that happened after intervention, the party that, you know, yeah. I was talking about in our previous episode. Yeah. Uh, like, me and my friends, after the party, we went for, like, supper. Of course, as one does. Right? As one does. And then, like, there was this very drunk uncle there who, oh, no. like, the minute he saw us, was like, hey, gay boy. And I was like, oh, hey, gay, hey, gay boy. boy. And then he looks at me and he goes like, hey, I love you, uh, I respect you. He's like, is it okay? No. And then he goes, it's Chocho King. It's Chocho, it's Chocho. And mm. then he goes, uh, it's because of you, Singapore is going down. Lah. <gasps> yeah. And then I'm just like, uh, okay, we're in for it now. And then like we 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 do our best to ignore him, but he spends the whole night harassing us. Like he's like actually 
like physically touching one of my friends <gasps> and then heckling us the whole night going like hey darling 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 look at me lah darling you know darling this, is? this yeah. is militant heterosexuality yeah it's militant heterosexuality you want some perspective <laughs> and, so, and so I was quite taken aback from, by that because like actually I've it's been a while since I've been harassed like that you know when I used to oh go gosh. out in drag I, when I used to go out in drag I got harassed by uncles a lot Right. Really? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they see you in drag. They see it as an open invitation to harass. I've never known this. Yeah. Really yeah, yeah. here? Yeah, in Singapore. What? Like you just come, you just accept it. Like oh they, my they, they, it's, it's like whatever. And then like to, you know then that that happening you know we we, we, right. we managed to ignore it and moved on because it's like whatever. Good we, for we, you. Ju- we knew that he was ultimately harmless. He was just very fucking annoying and disgusting. Of course, of right? course. It was really foul. But then like in the wake of all of this conversation in the parliament, right? I'm thinking mm. like, are these people going to feel any less empowered to do that? Uh, I don't no, think so. Yeah. Right. Objectively, no. If Absolutely anything, not. if anything, they're gonna. If anything, the fact that this is now in the air, they is might gonna, double is, down. Is, they might double down. They right? might double down. And B, is it good that we take a principled stand as a society against this kind of behavior? Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, like, so sure to use that as an isolated anecdote from my life, right? Mm. C- can we see? Can we just use that as a way to reflect on this whole conversation, right? It's yeah. like, yeah, objectively, this sort of behavior should not be allowed. What, 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 what was expected of us in that moment that we entered into dialogue with this man? Right. No, he was actively harassing us. You know, it was scary and, you know, at, at, at points it felt like it could get dangerous, but it didn't because mm. he was very drunk, mm. right? So, I don't know, you know, p- people who are like, you know, people who are like, oh, you know, we're so afraid that we're going to not be able to express our views, that we're going to become oppressed. It's like, look at this kind no. of situation, like, you no. know, this is what's happening to people, like, Correct. and I'm, I, this rarely happens to me, but I'm pretty sure it happens more regularly to other kinds of queers, sure. to other queers, to women. You know, it's like, this kind of behaviour, right? It's like, yeah, maybe we should stigmatise it. You know, maybe we should. Right, so yeah. th- th- that's what I'm, I'm afraid of a little bit, right? That I, I, I have this I have this fear that people are going to double down mm. now that 377A is repealed uh, people on the religious side of things are going to like for lack of a better word they're going to be a little bit more militant mm. and going to be like oh no we should really clamp down on all mm. these expressions of mm. of love or expressions of homosexuality we mm. need to call them out when so, we see it when we see it yeah. exactly so my worry is that now now it now it doesn't seem like there's any threat of violence mm. but my fear is that it might become violent. I mean, we don't know. We don't know. So, yeah. But th- th- that's really my fear because if everybody is going to ramp up a little bit mm. and I'm for being the best gay you can be right now. Mm. By which you mean... Like g- gay people should just be the best queer person they can like be. Or like visibly so queer. So just be visibly yeah. queer. Just do that. Let everybody see it so that they understand what this is. And maybe that can open up avenues for understanding and conversation. So th- yeah. that's where I'm at. But if the religious right are going to be a little bit more militant about it... Not just the religious right. La. Like yeah. We must be careful to say that it's the Fair. religious right and the socially conservative who might not yeah, be religious the, you're right? fa- that's, that's absolutely right so the, if the socially con- conservative people are going to also ramp up I'm afraid of this like arms race <laughs> that might happen I mean you know who will win <laughs> not the queers let's just put it that no, way no of course yeah, not the queers won't win one because and that's why it's fear yeah, yeah. the queers won't win one because like when you are harassed late at night by an uncle like that there's no there's no way in which you come out of that winning mm. you know you ignore him but it lacerates you on the inside a little oh, bit and amen. it humiliates yeah, really, you. Really. you you have dialogue with him and it escalates and becomes like potentially physically violent you lose yeah you know you stand up for yourself you know you you could get into trouble with the law yeah. right there's no way of winning it's like, difficult yeah there's no way of winning when you are actively in on the back foot yeah you know when 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 what's at stake is people seeing your safe prioritizing your safety your joy and your needs yeah so you know? i mean while we rejoice with the fact that 377a has been repealed i think it's important that the gay community also really rally and come together and like really just be there for each other 
I think there was a lot of things going on Instagram that said like um, when the parliamentary debates were being heard right mm. that uh, it was a very harrowing time for LGBTQ plus mm. people and to go out and give some love to your to your queer friends to make sure that they, they know that hey, no don't give me your love write to your fucking MPs no I, I'm sorry yeah. I, think, I think a community spirit is very important because because in times of in, t- in times like this where where the opponent <laughs> where the other side is a little bit more organised and a mm. little bit more powerful I think it's important that we fall back on community mm. and having strong community is really really important yeah I agree mm. I agree yeah, no. mm. hug you Joel don't touch me <laughs> So uh, let's move on to our next trend. Uh. Please. Political, political grandstanding. grandstanding. Oh my god, what I mean when I say political grandstanding. The show. Right? Uh. Wow, it's like suddenly uh, all of these PAP senior ministers, senior MPs coming out and then like waxing lyrical. This is the human thing. We must do the right oh, thing. We must do the compassionate thing. Yeah. Uh, right it's thing. time for it's Singapore. It's time for Singapore. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's my gay friend. <laughs> Friends and family, yeah. we must stand by them and do right by them. I mean, the only reason that they feel like I, I think, okay, this is my opinion. The only reason I think that they, they could do this is because of the the whip uh, lah. Uh, yeah, the whip, but also because of the amendment to the constitution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of them were like, actually, it's a safety net. It's a safety net, right? Exactly right, Kishin. It's like we are actually not taking that principle of a stand because you're saying we will remove this low bar but introduce this other one because it's safe to do so. Yeah, it's safe for us to. Uh, you know, remove this one thing and not totally upset uh, mm. social conservatives because at least they get, you know, they get that. The whole thing is a compromise, right? right? It is. Yeah, a the whole thing is a compromise. Compromise, I yeah. guess. Yeah. But I, it was what was gross to me was like the kind of like purple prose with which a lot of them go out there, and then <laughs> suddenly it's suddenly like all this like Oxfordian finery comes out of Ooh. their mouths, right? And then it's like, where was this ten years ago? Mm. Where where is this in? any other aspect of your lives as politicians, right? Where where was it in the lead-up to this Agree. debate? Where has it been uh, every pink dot? Where has it been when, um, you know, people were being openly homophobic? Where was it when, you in- know, like the, the trans student actually was like actively prevented from transitioning? Where was all of this speech when like pe- queers have been actively traumatized over the years where yeah. was where were you coming out and saying we should stand against this yeah. we should stand against why must you wait for this safe situation you know yeah. where, where the political stakes are so low for you but all the gains are there for you to be reaped correct before you say any of this stuff yeah you know I know I know it, 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 it does feel a bit rich that is, that is coming now yeah but it's I, rich but I don't know for, it's for me, diabetic it, it is it is and we're already pre-diabetic yeah yeah but but for me the, the thing is at least you're saying it now so that I can now draw reference to it because if things happen right I'm gonna say like excuse me you said yeah, this yeah, you yeah, said, yeah. pull out receipts because la. they're actually very good at contradicting themselves from <laughs> the, 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 the the most valuable player in this regard is Vivian Balakrishnan oh who no one can stop talking about clap, like clap, the clap, total clap. 180 that he seems to have come mm. around because you know he goes up there and delivers this florid speech about the rightness yeah. of the moment and yeah. the moral thing to do right practically dripping with the sentiment right mm. like it was he was it was so so starchy and then like all <laughs> I could think about was like this man Vivian Balakrishnan is the one who in 2011 publicly like character assassinates his opponent at the time yeah uh, Vincent Vijay Singh correct yeah. uh, because he's gay you know, he uses his ho- insinuations of his homosexuality to try and like um, dis- 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 tr- discredit yeah. him and whatever. I'm just like, you know, and then now comes out and delivers this florid speech in support yeah. of the queers and then like, uh, you know, 
the most gauche moment was when he talks about how he has lost friends to AIDS and stuff like that. Oh yeah, and the, then so, like he brought up the AIDS pandemic. Yeah, and then not using the opportunity, epidemic. and then like apologizing in this totally like theatrical way to his friends for not doing good by them back then. I'm just yeah. like, okay, great. Uh, I don't believe you. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm very glad that uh, towards the end of the debate, uh, Pritam, the leader of the opposition, mm. actually did bring this up and mm. uh, and 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 ask Shanmugam about this. You know, saying like, "Oh, this was done previously. What is PAP stand on oh, the 2011 thing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was done in 2011, right? Uh, so what is PAP stand now about uh LGBTQ potentially letting LGBTQ people into the party if they mm. stand if they if, if they want to run, you know, for in the party, uh. I mean, the un- the answer that Shamurun gave was not satisfactory, at least mm. to me. I think he sort of, he, he eventually, after much poking and prodding, said like, oh, uh, we should only judge people based on their ability, their, w- whether they, they are sound mind, whether they are, they, they are good to run for politics, that's it. So he, 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 he's, he didn't explicitly say... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about That's it. I'm running yeah. for parliament. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I will join the PAP just to be their first openly Girl, gay MP. I, I will be great. Yeah. I'd be great. Because also, good. you know, the thing about me uh, is that, huh, like, you can't character assassinate me already. I've done it myself yeah. on a regular basis, right? <laughs> yeah. There are probably nudes of me out there. I'm not, you know, I'm not shy about the fact that I'm gay. You want to use that against me? I'll be like, oh, okay, law. Okay, law. Yeah, what can you what can you say about me that I've not already done to humiliate myself yeah. with? Right? You know what? That is truly the best candidate. Yeah, I, yeah. I am uncancelable in some regard. Uncancelable. So like, maybe I will swallow all my pride, right? Because like, I think um, I, while I'm still young and hot, I should, I should compromise <laughs> on my values. You know, and then just say, okay, sorry, I'm PAP now. Yeah. Yeah. Do it, sis. Which brings me to the point, like, actually, you know what I was missing in this whole debate? A gay or queer politician in parliament who Absolutely. be able to go, uh, guys, you guys sound awful right now. Yeah. Can you like, please, like, take a step can back? You please yeah, can you please keep quiet and, quiet and listen and me, yeah. to me? Or listen to yourself. Yeah. You know, like, it was really, you know, one of my friends, uh, Mirga, put it really well, right? That, like, they were talking about us as if we weren't listening. Because, yes. indeed, like, no one there was able to push back on what they were saying. They will be able to kind of like talk about us and in fact, use us for mm. political gains. It felt like that. Yeah, yeah. In our absence. Because there are no, we, there are no openly, there's no openly queer representation in parliament. Yeah, very yeah. tiring, right? You know yeah. what, Joel, when's the next general election? Twi- I don't know. I think 2025, yeah. I think. Okay, uh. I'm announcing, you know I'm announcing, announcing it's my candidature. Announcing your candidature? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe, we, maybe we set our own party. Uh. Can, uh, we run mm. in one SMC. Yeah, uh. Singapore Aqua Party. <laughs> set. But anyway, just to close off this thought, right? I think I I I I just find it a bit sickening how now the PAP leadership can claim a kind of like moral superiority in this regard, right? And mm. can appear can appear uh, because of these speeches and the action that was eventually taken to be the party of progressive beliefs and values. Never mind that, like they could only do that because as you say the stakes were low for them yeah right and that the, the whip was in place and the, the there was a there was a safety net in the form of the the, the, the amendment the to the amendment. constitution yeah. yeah which brings us to a next section where we like to kind of um bring special mention to some mm. uh some some of the speakers in the debate that's yeah. right and uh, i would personally like to start off with please please workers party <gasps> uh mp sylvia lim oh! 
Auntie Lim. Auntie, Auntie Lim. Lim. Yeah. She's such a great job. She she she's always a, a joy to watch yeah. in Parliament because she always asks. I think she always yeah. asks the right questions. Yeah, she's like she's like the very fierce auntie. She really is wow, the auntie. Fierce auntie with that kind of fierce auntie haircut, right? Absolutely. Yeah. She's the one you want to bring uh, Bangkok shopping with. Ah. She will get you discount, yeah. free shipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll get you everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's the one uh, who when talk to the manager will get things done. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So so what did Auntie Sylvia Lim do? What did she do? Uh Sylvia was the only one in the entire debate who asked the obvious questions. <laughs> which is like <laughs> So let's look a bit closely at this amendment. Yeah, can um, we talk about what's up with that? Yeah, can we can what's we talk about these with... four things you yeah, wanna do? It's like so basically she's the really the only one who sort of focused in any rigorous way on <laughs> the, the proposed amendment to the constitution that was that basically takes away judicial oversight on the matter of mar- the definition of marriage and leaves that as a matter for parliament yeah. to decide. She spent a right. whole bunch of her speech picking it. Yeah, by. it was delicious. <laughs> it was like, wow. It, it, it was like watching a fine tapestry artist at work, you know. She's Truly. Like, session one, session B, and basically the gist of her argument is twofold, right? That some some of the, 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 the wording of the bill is repetitive and fundamentally meaningless, That's according right. to her. Yeah. But B, I think this is the more important point, the fact that removing judicial oversight from this matter sort of sets a precedent mm. for other instances where like the legislative um, body, the parliament, might take away judicial oversight from certain policy, right? Mm. And then she says, but isn't the job of the judiciary to act as a sort of balance against um, policy and law? Yeah, to interpret, to the, interpret law the law. To interpret the law and to, you know, in a way protect um, citizens from uh, state overreach. Best right? question. Like, and this is actually what I truly feel on the matter, right? Mm. That like this this matter should have been resolved by the courts, because like oh. yeah, I really genuinely believe that like philosophically, if a law is unconstitutional, if a policy is unconstitutional, the judiciary should be able to say so. It should, should be able to right. deliberate on that and should be able to like interpret you know, whether or not that is the case, right? Mm. And leaving it to, like, political forces, which is what happens when you you, you relegate something to, you know, parliament, mm. is makes it subject to the whims of, like, the majority. Right. It makes it subject to the whims of uh, prevalent yeah. uh, power. It essentially pow- becomes pow- prevalent political. Powers. It becomes political, la, yeah. right? Yeah. So, like, whether a man or woman should be uh, the only model for uh, marriage, yeah. I feel is a deeply philosophical question. Absolutely. Right, and it's about human and individual agency and about your rights as a citizen and individual. Mm. So like why should the court not have oversight on that matter? We and so like she was also very clever to say it's very clear that this amendment is a political quid pro quo mm. in place of 377A we now have this um we have this carrot la, or we have this thing to sweeten the, to, to make, help the medicine go down yeah. is basically the essence of what she said so she was very astute about that and I really enjoyed hearing her speech because that's exactly how I feel on the yeah. matter if I'm not wrong yeah. I think she abstained and then she ultimately abstained from voting on the bill but yeah, I mean on the, the, on the amendment amendment part. to the yeah. constitution she, yeah. she did vote for the repeal of the mm. but she abstained from the amendment to the constitution yeah, yeah. she and her thing rule I think mm. yeah, yeah she, I don't know if she got answers to her questions though she did ask a few questions but right. I don't know if she got any replies yeah. or maybe they will they will take it another time yeah perhaps, perhaps yeah but mm. I'm very glad she aired it mm. you know mm. and, and that actually leads me to the second uh, mm. special mention mm. which is none other than Workers Party Hurting Room oh Hurting Room yeah Hurting Room first uh, 
two points I want to make. One a bit superficial. One, I, she she right. came in rainbow dress. She came in a wonderful rainbow dress, which was missing red that she then topped up with a necklace. Mm. <laughs> so I was like, power to you, woman, mm. you know, for, for doing this. I mm. really, I really enjoyed that. Shout out to her stylist. Shout mm. out to her stylist. Please join us at the tantric meeting. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. correct. <laughs> but what I, substantively what she said was that she she reminded everybody in, the, in, in parliament that the conversation that they were having is academic. Mm. And and this this is actually things that affect people's lives. Gay mm. life. I think she gave she gave a story about a, a gay friend that, mm. that, 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 that that came out to her and everything. And I, I think that reminder is so important because mm. it is truly uh, the the conversations that they're having really does have effect on, on people's lives. You yeah. know, then we must remember that. We must remember that, you know, speech has an effect. Yes. Yeah. And, and these are not just people just making um, um, like long speeches with no effect. You know, mm. they, they're passing laws mm. that at the end of the day will will have substantive effect on people's lives. Yeah. So I think I think her reminder was really, uh, it was it was long overdue. Mm. I, think, I think she only started speaking the second day. I wish she spoke. Uh, I mean, it's not her fault, of course, mm. but I wish she spoke right at the top of it so people would be reminded of it. I mean, you think she said they will change their I speech, I mean, no man. lah. No la. She stand out really like one rainbow flag. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a very important reminder, I yeah. agree. Because so, like, I think one of the most depressing parts about any time these issues come up in the public sphere is just how carelessly people talk yeah, about absolutely, like yeah. queer people as if we are we are we are like you know, as if like I know I wrote a post recently where I said like do you do you think we, we fuck and love in the abstract and theoretical? Mm. No. We we want fleshy things. We're human beings, right? We hurt, you know, we love. We disappoint each other. We bleed the we, same way. We bleed the same way. It's, yeah. you know, it's 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 our love is not um just because it makes you uncomfortable. The way we love and the way we feel pleasure is no different than the way you do. Absolutely. And yeah. and, and and you know to talk about you know these these deeply private things in such a public way with 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 such little care is very hurtful. Yeah. It's humiliating. Correct. I think yeah. I think you you once men, men, you once mentioned on this podcast that every time conversations like that come up, you feel. You feel that they 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 don't have they like they're not talking about gay people. No, they, yeah, you always they're feel, not talking about people. Yeah, you always feel that they're not yeah. talking about and people. That's why it's when I hear them use things like, "Oh, this this is a sensitive issue. This is contentious. This is divisive. The, the, you know, like these are these are these people are you know militant, right? It's mm. like it's they are, what they're doing in a very subtle way. It's like raising the level of abstraction. Mm. We're not talking about people. We're not talking about people with needs or wants. You know, you're talking about like um problem yeah. you know you, you turn us into a problem that needs to be solved yeah. right uh, and, and and that's just like that's just yucky yeah so is, um, yucky that brings us in fact quite nicely to Ooh. our next special mention which is Gerald Giam wow GG G-G. 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 <laughs> hey GG what's up bro <laughs> what's up so so what what's the deal with Gerald Giam? What isn't the deal with this guy? <laughs> like I mean I I'm actually I used to be a, a big admirer of his uh writing back in the blogging days oh. when he used to write like these social political blogs. And I think that's when I first came to know of him and I always admired his kind of take on social issues. Really? And okay. so when he when he when he ran with WP I was like, oh, "Okay, this is a, this is a solid guy." Mm. Except that he comes up at you know at this debate and then uh, you know and then he basically goes on to vote. Uh, yeah. Against repealing 377A, right? I remember in previous elections when I met him at um at where, where I used to stay, East Coast GRC, right? I met him and I met him at the Marty Station. I had this long conversation with him, and I, I can't remember the exact substance of what I spoke about. But I remember leaving the conversation, going like, "Oh my god, this fella is amazing!" Mm. And 
and he seemed open-minded and WP is very lucky mm. to have found him mm. and I think Hurting Ru was also just joined us like oh this is mm. this is all super good mm. and so what struck me as like being super stuck was that I really did not expect this so this is what he said in parliament okay it is important to me and the example that I set for my children that I hold fast to the values that I've established to be true without wa- wavering because of political headwinds. I was worried that I might come across as prejudice against members of the LGBTQ community. Hand on heart, I am not. LGBTQ persons are human beings worthy of the same amount of love and respect that we accord to any other person. Disagreeing with LGBT positions is not an attack on LGBT persons. I mean, that's just riddled with contradictions. Really. Exactly, right? There, there, like is, there, is, there, is, there is something in there you can hear where he's not being honest. And I think what he's not saying is that my Christian values prevent me from voting uh, for repeal because yeah. like, he is Christian. And, you know, he's been quite public about his faith and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, what he's not saying there is this, la, right? Yeah. Like, actually, and then because it's not true. That speaking, that it's not true that voting against uh, greater rights for LGBTQ persons is hurting, is not hurting us, mm. and it's not you can't you can't act this way and claim that you're not prejudiced. It's so mired it's, in it's, all sorts of contradiction, yeah. right? So, but he goes on to say this. Uh, he ends off the, this little as excerpt that I have. It, it ends with with I hope that my speech will open up a platform for more difficult but respectful conversations on these issues. Now that's great, and I'm glad that he. On some level, I'm glad that he wants to have conversations. But at the end of the day, I want to ask, like, will these conversations actually change your mind? Yeah, you exactly. Know, will these conversations be useful so, in helping so you change your let's, perspective? So, let's, let's theoretically play out that conversation in a way, right? So, like, let's say, like, 377 doesn't get repealed and then he's of the position that th- that's a good thing yeah. and then he wants to have a conversation with the queers that's open-minded and, and positive, right? Mm. What, what outcome could there possibly be yeah. that is positive for the queers? That we met a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, okay. We met a nice guy who was ultimately like against, uh, who who basically wants a law on the books that mm. notionally labels us as criminals and that thinks that the compromise where like this government won't act on that law is a good one, but you know doesn't say anything about future governments or or doesn't even talk about like the kind of the the impact of such a law. Like sure, okay, we could have that conversation. In fact, we have, mm. you know, in as m- in many ways, right? Uh, and then to describe. Describe repeal as political headwind is also deeply cynical. I also think so. Yeah, it's not political headwind. This, I mean, sure, actually, it's true in a way that the PAP is acting on this posi- possibly, possibly for very political reasons. But that doesn't <laughs> mean that the 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 act itself, yeah. the outcome is you know this cynical political thing. Like we deeply want this and we deeply need this, right? Uh, so I don't know, Gerald. You just sound like your head's a bit of a mess here. Yeah, I yeah. I, I, I think I agree what you said. That there is some level of like him either not being honest with it with himself or or just trying to cover all bases yeah you know so it's a, uh, it's, it's, it's a difficult la. it's like, difficult it, to honestly be it's kind of sad because if he were to contest in my GRC right I would have trouble voting for him right I would now you I sit would, in a weird I would have space, trouble right? voting for him even though I, w- I would want to vote for the workers party but if they fielded him in my constituency I would have trouble voting for him I would have a lot of trouble yeah. So, yeah. and I hate that I really hate that. Yeah, I hate that this is the position where we're now is. In fact, you know, sometimes I, I always take learning journeys into mm. the Facebook group mm. uh, We Are Against Pink Dot. Mm. So I always do it like pivotal moments and one of the pivotal moments is after this parliamentary mm. debate. La. So I did my little learning journey into this um into this little shithole of a Facebook group. And interestingly, all these people who are there who are who are quite conservative, they now are running around like headless chickens. They mm. the, the sentiment that I got, the feeling that I got after spending about like half an hour on it was that they now don't know 
where their political allegiances lie. Mm. They don't know what to do. Mm. They feel like the PAP has pulled the rug out from under their feet. Mm. They're saying things like, oh, PAP are now bowing west, quote unquote. Mm. <laughs> they say these things because they have all voted for the repeal, not understanding maybe that mm. the whip was in place. Mm. And now they're also vilifying these three um, Workers' Party uh, uh, parliamentarians who voted against the repeal. Mm. So saying like, oh, watch out for these people, don't vote for them. So they're all saying like, no good, that there's no good party Mm. anymore. Mm. There's no PAP is not good, Workers' Party is not good. What do we do? And they're all running around going like, ah. maybe move to an offshore island and stay there and never come back. <laughs> yeah, go and form your own commune <laughs> there. <laughs> maybe lah. Yeah, where you can burn effigies of gay people all you like. There is yeah, a third and option. No one, and no one will come and cancel you. Yeah, there really yeah. is a third option. There is a third option which is <laughs> go away. Yeah, but that's interesting. Like, I think, I don't know honestly how I feel about this whole Workers' Party lifting the whip thing because like, Pritam's argument for doing it was like, you know, to not do it would be to restrict the democratic process because mm. you wouldn't ha- you wouldn't be able to as you say ventilate you know a variety of views. My, the the question I had is like was it worth ultimately ventilating those views? It right? became disappointing lah. Yeah, yeah, and and you know it's like can we think about like the consequences of ventilating those views on people who are listening? Mm. And then on the other hand, I'm like yeah okay I sort of agree yeah right that like you know actually if the PAP had lifted the whip and we got a clearer sense of who we have in parliament and how they might vote on this matter. Yes. You know, that would may that have delayed repeal if in the end they voted not to repeal it? Yes, but would that have been useful to know? Absolutely. Sure. So that's yeah. where my headspace, headspace is at also. Like, at least now I have information about the Workers' Party. But then that's not very good information but because it's, it's good information but it's like they are our only viable but opposition. But compared, compared to what know? I know about the, the PAP, I, I don't actually know how they personally yeah. stand. I have to read through their speeches and kind yeah. of make inferences, yeah. right? right. Yeah. So, But if, if the whip was lifted, I would know without a doubt who is against this and what their reasons are very yeah. clearly. I, I, guess I don't have the information there. I, I guess the thing here is this, right? It's like, sure, the Workers' Party is the only viable opposition we've got right now. They're the only one with any sort of like substantive presence in parliament, mm. which is still only nine people. <laughs> and I, I don't know, I'm torn here between my desire to see them like succeed as an opposition because of I want more opposition in parliament and then right. also this thing that they've now done by throwing the queers under the bus a little bit, right? Yeah. And I, I just don't know how, what they could have done that would have been, um, would have been a good thing. You know, what I mean, I'm I'm very torn on this because it's no it's, same sis. Yeah, same. I'm very torn on this, and it's like they've they've definitely sort of fractured, um, fractured the kind of base that would have voted for them. Yeah, right? and maybe revealed that they are actually not the party of progressive social values, as much as they are maybe the party of pro- certain progressive fiscal or labor labor practices, which I think are really important. Yeah. So it's like it's like I I guess what I'm saying is that it's very hard to kind of embrace them with all of like yeah, my po- all of my political intersections, I guess. But I, I, I think what you're asking for is a bit of a tall order. Yeah, you're asking for a party that, that you must do la. Yeah. You won't say go and do this party yeah. la, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's going to be a bit difficult. La. And if we have the, the next time elections come around, I think like what we do in all elections, we must look at the manifesto and balance and look at it balance. And, balance I, way, and uh. I don't know maybe if also like what does it mean that Pritam didn't just like say nah I'm leader of the party I'm calling it we're not I'm not lifting the whip you, if you don't like it you can fucking leave if you want to right. that's, you are not the kind of person we want you know yeah, that would have been a bold move that would have been but a bold move. this is a small party and yeah. they have a small pool of people and they've, histori- people and they've historically been very bad on the gay th- on the tree sense of anything historically right. they've so, always been very bad about it so I don't it, know yeah. if 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 
that was actually a viable option for for him so, to do. So I don't know. That's do, my guess. Yeah, I think like they were they were stuck in a bit of a pickle there. They really really were. Yeah, but I think what I don't appreciate then is like the you know the PAP coming and now like going ha ha ha. <laughs> we are the more principled party. Yeah. We win. We win. Nah, 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 nah. You lousy opposition. You yeah. can't even rally together. You can't take a principled stand. PAP win. The fact that they call it unprincipled, I don't know if I totally agree with that. Yeah, it's like shut up, babes. Like shut the fuck up, babes. If we lifted the whip, all the kukutia would come crawling out of the woodwork. We would have seen your true colors truly. And then you know, it's all the things you've already said. It's like I just like hate that this has been turned into a kind of like political chess maneuver in a way and all I mean, on the backs of that is, queer people yeah but since yeah. this is politics you know mm. it, I'm not, so I am not I'm not naive about it it's ugly and it's gross yeah, and like, if you want to join you must do this like. I guess what this points to is that actually if we had more opposition right I think I think this situation would have turned out quite differently yeah I diverse think the, representation I think, I think the, the quality of the debate would have been more robust mm. and I, I think like even if there were a, a great if, the, if there were a ventilation of disturbing views there would equally be a ventilation of some very strongly felt critical Agreed. and progressive ones yeah. right so I think what we've witnessed really is like um, the you know, the true colours of the parliament we have mm. you know that this dissatisfaction we feel this t- this tussle between disingenuous disingenuous speech and political grandstanding and on, and on one hand and then like a total kind of like uh, lack of understanding of the moment and your role as a legislator mm. in that moment and then also just like the outright homophobia and like let's call it stupidity that was <laughs> ventilated in some <laughs> chapters mm. this is the parliament we have mm. you know and I, I think it's, it's a call to Singaporeans to think very carefully about how we vote yeah, of course. As we should do yeah. all the time. You know, if yeah. anything, I think more important than the the three seven seven eight thing is what this reveals to us about our 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 democratic process and our parliamentary our, our parliamentary processes. Mm. You know, I think it's 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 disturbing to me to witness the quali- the low quality of debate. Yeah, that happened over those two days. The the the, the just piss poor quality of debate. Speaking of piss poor quality yes. of debate. <laughs> Does that bring us to our last special mention? Correct. Yeah. And this special mention is MP for Tampanese GRC. Oh, Bayam King. Bebe. What did Bebe say, Joel? Uh, yeah, ultimately, he goes up there and says, Yeah, very good to repeal. Very good, very good. Hand clap. Gays are yeah, good people. He's Gays always are people. Actually ah, been, he's always been very good. Since on that 2007, he's been a yeah, yeah. fervent supporter of like repealing yeah. 277A. But then, footnotes all of that at the end <laughs> by bizarrely. <laughs> very funny. Very bizarrely saying, mm, But maybe uh, we want to be. Remember that we should maintain discretion when it comes to public displays of affection. Yeah, basically, you say, Hey, maintain. Uh. Maintain. Uh. Maintain. Maintain. <laughs> Don't kiss and hug one. Ah. I mean, but to be fair, he said for people of all sexual orientations. He, he yeah. did, but I found it uh in the context of his speech because really when he stood up, I was like, okay, this is a supporter. Yeah, like yeah. we know it's good. so. I, when he when he said that, I just laughed. I thought it was a bit funny. I'm like, in the context. So of you things. heard it here, gays ah ah. Repeal only doesn't mean you can go out and kiss your boyfriend girlfriend. No no, no ah, please ah, no, don't. Ah, don't. Hey, maintain keep it in your pants ah. Keep, keep it in your, your pants ah. <laughs> Ah. That was that was funny. I don't understand that. Actually, this thing came up with Lim Biao Chuan also, right? His speech some embedded in somewhere was that he's like he said I think he received complaints from his rest from his constituents that like gays were out there making out in public and that they were uncomfortable with it. And then I think he said at one point, yeah, it's like it's not right to criminalize public display of affection. It's like oh, yeah. uh, it's it was never criminalized, criminalized to begin with, babe. <laughs> 
Yeah, you see, actually, it's quite revealing, right? They re- it's very revealing yeah. to see how some people actually see what 377 is as a conscription, not just of like uh, this Correct. abstract thing, but of our right to publicity, to yeah. be public how they and to exist. How the law and how they yeah. enact it, right? How, yeah. how they actually see the law is a prescription yeah. of homosexuality in, in total. In totality, in totality. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. But anyway, Bayam King ending on that note is very strange. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, which which auntie went to the meet the people session and said, actually, baby, I got one question. Uh. Yeah. Like, I, every time under my blog, see the gay kiss. Uh, yeah. It's like, can we stop? Uh? I think, you know, got children I see the see, boy uh, and boy, the girl and girl, uh, whole the ch- hand. Uh, not okay, you know. Cannot lah. Cannot uh, It's like... They do at the Tampanese, I, I know, the, the big swimming pool, uh, that one, it, the sports one. Uh, yeah, cannot I just uh. cannot accept it. Uh. I mm. cannot accept it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So again, I... Uh, <laughs> Which gays? Yeah. Which of you which gays, Japanese gays and lesbians have been out there? Yeah, all these queer folks. Ah, causing overtly trouble, displaying overtly displaying your affection, your affection for each other. Co- uh, which swimming pool you go to to cruise? Please. Ah, please, please stop. Uh, ah. Please, uh. In fact, we invite you yeah. to the same meeting <laughs> where we are meeting the friends of the MPs, yeah. the, the militant, militant homosexuals who are going around harassing people. The religious people we want to have dialogue with. Ah, yeah. now you, you please come. also welcome to this come. meeting. Uh, please, this uh, is going to be a melange. Yes. Town, a melange hall. town hall, people. town hall, Please, uh, come. You need to be reined. I in. think we must book the entry. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so oh. all said and done. <laughs> exactly what I was going to yeah, say. Just... I was going to sigh because it is so tiring. It's so tiring. It is it's so, so tiring. tiring. And I think the the one particular thing that makes me tired is that. Sometimes the refrain that goes in my head is like, here we go again. Mm. You know, it's the same thing mm. I'm hearing again and again and again. Mm. I actually would love, would love to meet these people at, with, with a, 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 a bevy of my gay friends mm. and to just talk. I want to talk to this parliamentarian, mm. uh, to the parliamentarians. Mm. I want to sit down and I want to talk to you. Mm. And I want, I want you to understand what mm. is actually happening because on some level, I don't know if you truly have the full picture of what gay people might be going through. Sure, I doubt, I doubt they do. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's like a lot more can be said about it. I think a lot more will continue to be said about it in the coming weeks as we go over this like yeah. tra- traumatic parliamentary moment. Yes. But for now, I guess what is good to remember is that this fucking law is no longer in our books. Yay! Yeah, and you know, we have to be grateful for that. We have and to. And we have to acknowledge that this comes on the back of decades of activism. Yeah, we have to thank yeah. all the activists. Oh thank you, thank you. Clap, thank clap. you so mm. much. I clap. Mm. Yeah, yeah, really. Without 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 your activism, we wouldn't have been able to even crack open the door for the PAP to see this as a valuable political opportunity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so like you know, we can be cynical about it, but you yeah. know, you know, all roads lead to Rome, right? Yeah, correct, yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, all Agreed. roads lead to Rome. So thank you, yeah. thank you for all the work. Thank you. And I think that there's a lot more work to be done, mm. considering that the, the, the trickle down effects for this is like nothing. Yeah. So we still need to do. But we yeah, still need to do still more. need to do. But in in the meantime, let's party. Let's get drunk. Yeah. Let's, let's make out in public. Let's make out in public. Yeah. But maintain. Yeah, but maintain. Maybe stay away from. Maybe Tampanese. stay away from Tampanese. <laughs> Maybe stay away from Tampanese. Yeah, you go Mount Maybe, Benton you know, and make if up. it so moves you, write a couple of strongly worded emails please. to your MPs. Yeah, please. Yeah, especially Let them know Julian. how you feel. Let them know how you feel. Yeah. Yeah, be- you know, because I think like the queers and our supporters are just not good at organising. Yeah, maybe we should develop a robust pen pal relationship with our MPs. Like, every month, just send them a couple of updates. Like, hey, Gerald. Uh, it's like you want to know what the gays are up to. Okay, so this week I went to get my nails done. Yeah. Mm, then I hooked up with someone from Grindr. Correct. Then I went to Tantric. Yeah, uh, I also have this. Uh, th- uh, I also want to say, uh, maybe can you open the saunas mm, a bit later? Yeah. <laughs> 
and yeah, because like so then we don't need mm, to make be- out in public. Uh, because we can I got no place. Sauna. Because I got no place. Yeah, lor, mm. I got no house. I cannot yeah. buy because not yet. Actually, 35. maybe consider like gay can buy flat earlier, so we don't need to make out in the HDB void there. Yeah, uh, no need to do uh, the swimming pool. Don't need to go swimming pool. If we got place, very easy already. Yeah, wow. can have everything. Problem there. Problem solved, solve, man. Love mm. Kisha and Joel. Mm. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of yet another episode of T for Two. Thank you for listening, and until next time, this has been Joel signing off. And this is Kishan. Bye. Bye. Bye.